Welcome to Everybody Wants Something, a Degrassi podcast where two black millennials recap every episode of Degrassi from junior high to next class. Because why not? I'm your host, Sonique. And I'm your other host, Lauren. Let's jump in. We're back. We're back, everyone, for season two, next gen. Yes. Oh my God, it is season two. I can't believe I literally just watched the episode and I'm like, oh yeah, this Girl, is a new season. <laughs> I know. Ooh. And what a, what a season premiere. I mean, this it was good. It was really good. So good. Also, like, so fucking Degrassi. Because I feel like season one, next gen, obviously, we, you know, we're, ne- we're next gen queens. We get it, like, First season one, like season one is very low key, very just like even keel, like obviously still hard hitting, but like even keel for like what Degrassi becomes. And mm-hmm. <laughs> this like roller coaster of like like high tense, like I, I realized at one point my shoulders were like up to my ears, <laughs> just like <laughs> like tension. <laughs> and I was like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, this is the Degrassi we know and love. Like, fuck yes. Absolutely. I mean, we had talked about this last week when we had Troy on, but like how season two, or actually Jag and Little Pill was when we started to get the hint of this, but season two is when I think Next Gen really got its like, it really got its, uh, its big boy panties on. Yeah, if you will, because it just suddenly it was like, um, I really noticed the pacing. Oh yeah, like it's very quick, pa- quickly paced. That I was like, oh my god, yeah, this is like, like good, not just from like an entertainment factor, but like storytelling is actually pretty good. Like how mm-hmm. well paced it is. So yeah, yeah. For shout out to the next gen. Um, because I know like we. I took the notes for the second half and it was like usually like there's there's always like B and C plots and there's a lot more jumping around kind of around the big hard hitting moments in a, in a storyline mm-hmm. even if it is really intense and this one I was like oh shit they're just like they're just keep on building on the main plot line which I thought was so good Cause it- exactly and I think that's that's exactly so correct because um it see they 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 did a good job of making use of the B plot like yeah. it there is one but it's kind of really just there to like just to add some levity just because yeah. it is a really heavy episode it's, it's used well it doesn't feel like like mood whiplash it feels like a nice little kind of get a breather it's entertaining but but, but it's but it's entertaining still and it also isn't like I think one of the issues that like the OG Degrassi had, like next um, um, junior high and high had, is that they would they almost wanted to give everyone the same amount of attention in the episode. It's like no, 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 no. Like someone is having an abortion. These two other little funny, yeah. this fucking uh, Bart, Bart and Barty and and, and Scoots <laughs> don't need to have the same amount of screen time. Like they are literally so not important. With this, we get so much more of, of Craig and his drama. And, like, JT and, and Toby are kind of, like, yeah, doing a little thing. But, like, they're not – it's not too intense. Yeah. You know? I very much agree. Uh, and it just – And they also didn't try doing that really annoying Degrassi thing where they try to say, these two things are kind of similar. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> – Like when Joey claimed child abuse while Rick was actually gay beat up by his dad. Right. It's not like JT – you see Craig's getting beat by his dad in a way. JT's getting beaten down by the women in his life. Right? 
That's same thing. The harshness of feminism. Similar. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, kids. <laughs> what do you think about that? <laughs> so thank God they did not do that. But before we get into the episode, Lauren, how are you doing? <sighs> I'm doing well. I'm doing okay. I'm. Yeah. <laughs> we were planning. We were trying to figure out when we were. Uh, gonna be recording and Sunny goes, Are you still working? And I was like, Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> I thought you were on summer vacay, girl. Because well, <laughs> we're, we're well into June, so I thought you were. <laughs> girl, I thought I was gonna be on summer vacation by now, too. Um, my school is just being an asshole, and it's it's just every every week it's like something else. And so, but because they're in charge of my paperwork, you gotta, you know, kiss up to your boss until they give you the documents that they need, and they're very much holding it over mm-hmm. my head. Um, oh no! Yeah, it's not great. Um, but luckily, I'm moving on to bigger and better things. Um, and t- this afternoon, I got some of the documents that I needed, so things are moving and grooving. Um, and I am very much so close to summer vacation, which is very exciting. Um, and yeah, just, you know, trying to stay cool. It's so fucking hot. I'm sweating constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought more into the, uh, the fabrics of my clothes and how breathable they are than I ever have before. <laughs> Oh, of course. God, it's it's a hard life. This is adulthood, I feel like. Um, but otherwise I'm doing good. Um, yeah, but enough about me. We have a birthday girl, birthday woman, birthday queen <laughs> sitting <laughs> across woman. the Zoom room, <laughs> meeting room here with me. We have... A 29-year-old has entered the chat. How was your birthday? Yeah. It was great. I had um, a lot. It was busy, but it was fun. Um, I had my birthday last Thursday. Uh, went to dinner, which is lovely. On uh, Friday, I had my first live in-person comedy yes, show. Girl. Like My first in-person comedy show since... February of 2020. So that was like amazing. And um, it was also my first like in-person stand-up show. I'd done like a Zoom show before. Yeah. And it went really well. Yes, girl. I had lots of fun. Mm-hmm. I had lots of fun. Um, and it was just a wonderful evening. Um, I, I sent the videos. My mom was like, please send me the video of the thing. So I was like, okay. <laughs> Evan took some of it. So I, I sent it to her. And she was like very excited about it she was like can i send this to so-and-so and And i was like yeah sure you know i make some pretty cross jokes but i was like yeah okay i was on the phone with her and my my aunt last night and they were like it was very comical it's very comical (laughs) i was like (laughs) (laughs) hey that hey that's good they're like wow sneak you're very humorous and i was like yeah why are you guys talking like this? I don't know. It was like weird. I don't know what this, this is like. I don't know. It was weird, but um, but they liked it and that was fun. And then Saturday, at my birthday party, it was lots of fun. We had lots of people, Girl, and yeah. that was. I think I broke my curse of like being afraid of throwing parties because it uh, turned out to be a very fun night. And then Sunday, I was very hungover. 
Um, my first That's time being hungover me. like that in the longest time because I had stopped drinking for a while. And mm-hmm. even before then, I wasn't – this quarantine. I wasn't going anywhere to get, like, lit. But, yeah. boy, Sunday, <laughs> man, you know, rough times. Um, I watched 90 Day Fiance between those- barfing. I mean, is is there anything better? Yeah. Yeah, but I feel fine now. I'm just a little tired because it's, it's early morning. Early morning. It's early. So, um, <laughs> so I'm a little sleepy. But, um, yeah, but I'm doing fine. I had a lovely longish weekend. And now we're into a new week. Yeah. Um, well, I wanted to give one of our listeners a shout out if I can find it. I screenshotted it a while ago, so it's Oh, but um, Sonic, do you want to let our listeners know that we have a bonus coming up um, for mm-hmm. the Solid Listen Patreon at the $5 tier? We we do. As you know, or you might not know, you um, give $5 to the Patreon. You get access to all of the Solid Listen Network bonus content, including ours. And um, we've got one coming up. Um, specifically, we're going to be covering the Degrassi, um, the ATX festival reunion, which luckily we were able to find on YouTube because of course we we missed it in real time, but, um, (laughs) but we are going to watch it and we're going to chat about that. So if you want to hear about that, Hey, throw $5 over to the Patreon. It will be worth your while. There's so much like bonus content. Mm -hmm. Like, um, I've been like listening to old episodes of Quarantini with molly and nicole Ooh. which has been really fun because they just they just do deep dives or reddit but it's funny because there's also parts that are like early quarantine so it's very like huh it's like a i'm in like a time um a, a time machine but <laughs> very yeah, much so check yeah. it out mm-hmm. that's the that's i know i love doing that i've been catching up on just like podcasts i haven't like caught up on in a long time and it's like oh it's it's just so it's always interesting being like pre-election like 2020 election mm-hmm. pre uh all the shit after the election pre 2020 well because i real i just realized how like how much happened this year mm-hmm. or this past year or over a year cuz i'm like shit ooh, like i was listening to one of um like liz bentley's patreon like an old episode that i hadn't listened to and she was talking about the election and i was like damn girl I'm like i was like relax everything's going to be okay i already know the results <laughs> Yeah, but it's like you're like you takes you back to that moment. You're like, oh my gosh, she doesn't know about the insurrection yet. Ah, is it now? Like, someone tell Liz. <laughs> yeah, that's it's hard. Or like, uh, what was I? I started following someone new on YouTube, um, and uh, they were talking about. I like saw them like it was winter in New York, and I was like. Mm-hmm. Um, why aren't they going out in masks? Like, what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> like, they're just going out to the hardware mm-hmm. store to pick up something? And then I was like, oh, it's like January 2020. It's like, oh, dear. Oh, only they, like, someone let oh, them know. Oh, my sweet, sweet child. Mm-hmm. I just caress their face and be like, 
I probably shouldn't curse your face though, because we're not doing that. Right. It's like, mm. but um, what's a what's 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 our listener gotta say? Um, but I want to give a shout out to our listener Brandy, um, who you messaged us who, probably about two weeks ago last week. I don't know math, um, but they were so sweet and they sent us a um, a BuzzFeed article because apparently BuzzFeed's still making articles that are they're trying. Like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> really trying. Buzzfeed is, you know, Bud, Buzzfeed just want to like Pulitzer. I mean, I'm assuming that well, because if Buzzfeed, Buzzfeed News, because they have like, a news outlet oh, okay. that like kind of does okay, but yeah. but it's like of all the news outlets, Buzzfeed. Okay, I know. <laughs> I agree. Like, I feel like my Twitter should have a Pulitzer, but okay. I know. Like, just look around us. Um, but I, but also I'm just like, oh, remember when like Buzzfeed like was like groundbreaking like comedy like content producing like internet machine yeah now it's literally if like i don't know what buzzfeed would do without twitter and tiktok and reddit because that's all our content just them like we found this twitter exactly. sub this this subreddit and they on ask reddit they i'm like so you didn't do any work no. you just took something that these like fucking nerds on reddit talked about right. and was like content i'm gonna get paid like fuck you <laughs> Um, but, uh, today we're thankful for BuzzFeed. I guess in the, in the aspect of, like, old school stuff like Degrassi, it's kind of still relevant. Uh, but Brandy sent us Mm -hmm. this Degrassi, um, article that was put out, uh, celebrating the 20 year anniversary. And it Mm -hmm. is 21 behind the scenes Degrassi secrets. Um, we didn't know. And I was looking through it. A lot of them I did technically know, not technically, I did already know. Um, mm-hmm. but one of them I didn't know is that Sandra O, oh, the actress, was actually an act, uh, an extra in either Degrassi Junior High or High. Sandra O, oh, Canadian? I don't think so, but I, I obviously could Sandra. always be mistaken. But yeah, she just, she appeared as an extra in Degrassi Junior High. Which isn't to say Sandra Oak wasn't allowed to cross the border, but like <laughs> for for a gig. But I just I just assume I assume it's all like oh yeah Sandra O is is Canadian. Well, look at she's from Ontario. Oh, I don't you know I just love her so much that I made her an American. So it's like you know what she's one of us. <laughs> I feel like we're we're starting to come to terms with like oh so all the people we love they're just Canadian. Well, she's she says she's that dual citizenship. Because she has been working in the States for a long, long time. So I'm sure she, you know, has been, like, also held that citizenship for a long time, too. Oh, I first first saw her fucking Principal Gupta in Princess Diaries. Uh Uh-huh. Yes, Uh and Uh that movie is old. (laughs) The queen is coming (laughs) to Grove High. And she has, he gives her the tub of tea in her hands, just, like, shaking. (laughs) I love her. She's so funny. Oh, my God. I fucking love it. Oh, I wonder if did it say what episode? No, but um, Stephen Brogan is the one that's quoted um, for it, and it's she appeared for, <laughs> quote unquote she appeared for like seven seconds. So we always joke, oh yeah, Sandra got her start in Degrassi. I love that. Mm-hmm. That's so fun. Oh, cool Canadian Queen Sandra. Oh, come on the pod. I mean, Sandra, we know you're listening. Sandy, I know you're listening. Come through. We'll be back after a quick break. 
<laughs> All right. I'm ready to jump into the... Jump, jump into it. Are you ready? Wow. Really about to, really about to jump into it. Um, so we started season uh, two with episode one. Um, <laughs> episode one and two is a double um, When Doves Cry. This is also when Degrassi decides to do the, the 80s songs mm-hmm. thing. Amelia's like, okay, we have like a, a theme. Yes. I guess they did Jagged Little Pill with like the last one. They're like, hmm, we're onto something. Which is not an 80s song, but it was like, hmm. Yeah. Song titles? That'd be fun. <laughs> um, when Doves Cry, air date September 29th, 2002. Synopsis. As a new school year begins, Degrassi expands into a full-fledged high school encompassing a 7th through 12th grades, much to the chagrin of all the students. New ninth grader Craig becomes quick friends with Sean and attracts Emma and Manny, but his home life is less than perfect as he deals with an abusive father and his own growing need to be around his stepfather, Joey, and half-sister, Angela. Meanwhile, JT makes desperate attempts to ask Paige out, but she refuses every time. She later changes her mind when she makes a bet with Hazel and Spinner. Ooh. Mm-hmm. We, uh-huh, uh-huh. We, we are here. <laughs> we have made it. <coughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, it's a lot, but it's great. Um, I've, I'll say first that, like, very well done way to reincorporate the adults into the story Seems because we like, hadn't seen them. We haven't seen them since, I think the first. The, they kind of the after, after premiere. the first episode, they kind of like yeah. It's like like the parents exist. Like they they show up. Really, Joey, but Joey, we haven't seen Joey because Joey had no reason to really be. And I think I, I imagine the writers realized that it's like shit. We kind of like did a revamp of Degrassi with these older characters. Simpson has a job because he's a teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Spike is Emma's mom, so we see her from time to time. No way to really like fold Joey into the story because like he has no children at the school. Right. So I think it was smart to kind of find a way so we can see him again. So I love that because um, Joey's great. Mm-hmm. Um, we get our cold open part one. Um, so I wrote it like I've never seen this before. So I was like, I'm going to write this like I'm also being introduced to these characters, right? right? So I wrote, a creepy white boy takes pictures <laughs> of Joey, Angela, and Emma as they play at the park. But then I just I decided to drop that bit. I'm like, his name's Craig. What am I doing? So I said, they were giving Craig. us that but, energy, no. though. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he's just like in like the, the – the, it starts off with some – white boy just like with the camera just like snap, 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 snap. Mm-hmm. his family's like playing in like the sprinklers and stuff and he's just taking pictures it's like okay like <laughs> is Ange gonna get kidnapped kind of later yeah, but like it's <laughs> definitely giving us i mean it this is a nice nod back to wheels we said <laughs> the, the, the happy birthday big guy <laughs> <laughs> which also sh- quick shout out to ty of uh, tyrell, tyrell who um, who made me a beautiful, uh, uh, drawing. I shared it of my, um, of my face from like my headshot uh-huh. and, and posted it on their, um, on their Instagram with happy birthday, big guy. And I was just like, <laughs> life made right there. I mean, yeah. as you know, it's my favorite quote of I this know. entire show. Tyrell, you're a real one. I know. I said it to myself in the mirror on, on my birthday. I just said it to me, "Happy birthday, big guy!" I know. <laughs> oh my god! There's just but, like um, it's yeah. Yes, it's, it's very much it's, that energy of like of like oh we don't wheels dad. Well, we don't know who this person is yet, but they're giving us creepy vibes behind a fence. 
it's like okay <laughs> all right degrassi we, we get it this is your this is your thing <laughs> Like, we're scared. Um, but we find out this kid is Craig, because when he gets home, his dad says, Craiger. Okay, so he gets home to his dad, who's, like, waiting for him at dinner. And, okay, the guy, the actor, what's his name? The actor who plays Craig's dad Terrifying. is so scary. Like, he is, this is genius casting, mm-hmm. because they didn't do the thing that I think a lot of teen shows love to do, because Degrassi Junior High did this with Rick's dad. They do like the, oh, he's like the kind of the brutish, like Poor, lower class, typically down on his luck, drunk dad who's slapping his kids around because he can't find a job. No, his dad is like very well dressed. He's a he's a surgeon, we find out later. He wears some like nice designer glasses. But he's terrifying. Oh my god. In a very like, in a very like, um, what's the guy's name? Um, like Christian Bale in like American Psycho, just yep. like you're so scary, like yeah. in a very calm way. Yeah, he. I hate this. He's giving off that um, that Patrick terrifying Bateman, um, white male energy. <laughs> that's like, mm-hmm. hey, in society, I'm acceptable, so I can get away with anything, and like this, so they remain yes. calm at all times, and then like truly, mm-hmm. they're the ones that are just like gaslighting everyone, being like, no. I'm, I'm, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. Like, because <laughs> you know he's probably like a wonderful doctor. Like, you go to see him, and he's just like, oh, he's I... cracking jokes. He's very nice. He's kind of very suave, yeah. and you just don't know this is monster. Like deep down inside, he's he's the abuser that like. Um, I'm so glad they didn't say it this episode. That's like oh, accusations like this are going to ruin his reputation, and it's like, sir, just, like. <laughs> Like, like that kind of like classic <laughs> excuse people use. It's like that, like why because he comes across as so great. But I was, thinking, but you know that people wouldn't believe it. I you know. know that, like he's just so like you'd be like, really, like yeah. Albert. I mean, Albert seems like such a nice man. Like, oh my god, he's his son's always so well dressed and he's mm-hmm. taking care. You just wouldn't expect it because he is like we ex- see Rick getting beaten at home was not shocking. Right, because he because like, this he people he feeds the stereotype of kind of like the blue collar kid yeah. who's kind of neglected, whereas Craig is he has a nice camera. But I'm he has a nice camera. He's definitely rich. Um, yeah, he's money. He, the thing is, though, in this two part episode, I came up with some good old fan fiction because it's been too long since I've done it. Um, love it. <clears throat> Craig's dad is supposed to be a surgeon, right? Why mm-hmm. and he's a single dad. Um mm-hmm. why is he always at home like with like a, a full on cooked meal at the dinner at the dinner table while the sun's still up? Good point. It's like you don't does he have a shift? Like, um hello you have a surgery? You're fucking what's that guy? Uh dirty John. Like stop wearing your scrubs everywhere. Like we get it. <laughs> You're a surgeon, but like why don't you have surgeon hours? I don't know. <laughs> That's a. I didn't think about that. Yeah, he's a healthcare worker and he's just like making dinden, like elaborate dinner. Like it's not even just like oh, like I ordered some pizzas. Like he made a whole roast at right? one point. Like <laughs> the other, what dinner? He's like he's like I made roast, um, Yorkshire pudding, <laughs> all this other <laughs> shit. It's like okay, like your favorite, and it's like, sir, don't you have to scrub in for some surgery? Like why are you here? <laughs> So that's like, I didn't even think about that. That's a great point. Yeah. It is weird that he just is always home and always like 
has like a fully cooked like meal that he could so he could throw it at his son. I just knew like the amount of that time that he makes just the throw at his son. The amount of times that as a kid that that spent a lot of time at home by themselves while their parents were working and then they didn't get home till later. And they had just like normal nine to five jobs. The amount of times that he was mm-hmm. just there cooking, eating, bringing food, asking about their day, like while like again, sun fully up, like I'm like, this, this is suspicious. I don't know about this. Especially summertime. It's like, you're not getting ready for your seven o'clock or your seven to seven? Come on now. <laughs> like, you're not there. fooling us, sir. <laughs> he's totally dirty, John. But when Craig gets home, his dad is very tense because he's late. And immediately we get like, he's like, he's very, he, once again, he's very calm. And he's like, smashes a plate. And he storms off and he's like, clean it up. And I'm just like, shit, like, this man is, is what? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but in our first uh, scene, as we get to school, Toby and JT get to school. And we find out that the school has been expanded because Degrassi is plagued <laughs> with constant, like, population <laughs> shifts. In this split school, it's been through a lot. Kids are always just being forced to so stay there. Jesus Christ. Right. Toronto? Like, come on. Like, get these kids to school. <laughs> um, so, the school's expanded. It, so, Toby and JT are now the grade eights, but that also means that the grade eights from last year are now grade nines, and they're also still there. Um, and JT's uh, goal this year is to find a sexy older woman because he's like, there's going to be high school girls here, okay? Like, you don't get me. Like, I'm about to banger a junior, okay? Like, yeah, like, again, it's going to be great for me. As we said last week, like, JT is, like, gives off that, like, super confident energy, like, and, mm-hmm. like, he's, he, he's not, physically, he's not there yet to really be macking on the girls. Like, no, he has the his head. His body is mostly his head. His head is so big. (laughs) (laughs) He has Jimmy Neutron. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jimmy Neutron, look at that! Like, come on, JT. We know you're not fooling us. We know who you are. We see you on fucking Nickelodeon (laughs) with Shane and Carl. Like, get out of here. Oh my god, Toby does kind of look like Carl. <laughs> um, but also, did you notice like the I mean, they're still like very prepubescent kids, but like they like look older than last season. Like you mm-hmm. and Toby's voice mm-hmm. kind of dropped like slightly. It dropped a little bit. He has grown because you you notice it in like they're losing baby yes. fat. A little bit in the face. So their faces looked a little bit like, and they could have just also lost weight, but I feel like it's kind of like a very typical thing as you're aging, you're growing taller and stuff. Yeah. The Your face looks a little bit more, for boys, looks a little bit less, like a little more angular. Yeah. Like the hints of what a man's face, kind of like angular man face will be. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. Which is why I love this show because they cast actual yes. kids. So it's like, you do get to see them grow up. Well, speaking of which, um, we see um, Emma and Manny because Craig arrives and he's, like, wearing his iconic, like, leather jacket. And Emma and Manny are like, oh, my God, cute new boy. And they're so grown up. Yeah. Like, Manny shot up because she's now – she's, like, almost – like, she's kind of <sighs> competing with Emma a little bit because before she was so yeah. little. And they're so cute. Emma's got her braces. Like, they're just yeah. – I love 
<laughs> I talked cash shit about Emma last episode, but actually, no. Like, I, I, I remember this Emma and being like, okay, no, I like this yeah. Emma. Like, she's a sweetie. I think also it's like they, it's, we still don't know about their cost in the apartment, but um, I think they also were like, oh, maybe I shouldn't wear dolphin pants on camera. Like, maybe I should, like, stop doing my hair that way. Um, maybe. <laughs> Those weird plaits. Like, <laughs> yeah. maybe. I should do, a, like, a little, like, a tasteful clip. Yeah, exactly. Like, I've got braces <laughs> now. Clip. I need to tone the rest of me down. Like, I need, it's, it, it needs to get there. I can't have braces and crimped hair. No. It's just a little bit too much. Okay. It's doing a lot. Yeah. yeah and um, the yeah, other just both, they're they're such little cuties. I love them because it's so accurate to being oh, that age. Also, I'm like, oh, cute new guy. And you're like, oh, like, other cute boys is, here. I saw, yeah. I think we missed it because it happened yesterday. Um, we're going to see if we could find um, maybe this clip as well. Um, was the actresses Miriam and. Is it Cassie or Cassidy? Cassie Steele. Yes, they mm-hmm. Cassie they went Miriam. on Instagram Live together, um, hosted by Entertainment Weekly, um, <gasps> like the, like maybe two days ago now, almost two days ago. <gasps> so we might have to see and we see. I literally saw it like maybe an hour ago on Instagram. So um, okay, hopefully awesome. we can. The Degrassi gods, some, someone out there, one, you listener, possibly recorded it and are going to post it to the internet. Um, but maybe we can. Oh, I'm sure. We can I'm sure we can find it. Bring or it. if it was it was hosted by Entertainment Weekly, they probably have it. Like mm-hmm. it was recorded, probably. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. I they're like the best. I know. Winsome twosome. I love them. Yes. Um. Yeah. So very quickly we find that like craig is like the hot guy right before we, we like so like spinner and jimmy are sitting and they're pissed because they're and i would be too i was just like moving on to the ninth grade to high school and find out like no you're staying your same old school these kids i'd be so mad but there's also like high school students but still it's like you know like you don't get that experience of being like the freshman and, yeah. like having that experience whatever so they're pissed about this and jimmy's like mean mugging sean when Sean, when Craig accidentally bumps into Sean, and Sean's kind of being aggro until he realizes that all the girls are checking Craig out and are just like, "Hey, cutie, like, who's the new guy?" Which makes me think, isn't everybody kind of new? You guys all moved to like one school. Would you guys really even notice who's new? Because this is the school is the, the, the they got a lot of extras. The yeah. school's it's jam packed with kids. Yet somehow all the girls are like, "Ooh, who's the new boy?" It's like, babe. <laughs> Babe, we are literally all new today. Like we all got forced into this high school. I felt the scene was funny because I felt like I mean I mentioned before, Jimmy is is forever going to be the oh my gosh, like I'm not I'm not the cute one, I'm not the hot one anymore, like I'm not the cool one in school. <laughs> He's just he I'm not the cute one. <laughs> and it's like pouting in the corner. Obviously he's mad from last episode. And being broken up with and embarrassed at the party and being mm-hmm. upstanded by Sean or whatever. Definitely not hot guy oh, shit. No. Not at all. You got dumped in front of everyone. And he's sitting next to Spinner who has not <laughs> entered the hot guy phase of his character yet. Um, no, not yet. And so Sean, Sean was like the like like the bad boy hot guy in school and now there's Mm -hmm. jimmy's like what the fuck there's two of them and they like maybe are about (laughs) to be friends like i can't handle this he's like wait 
I, I cannot compete with like bad boy, hot boy, and also like brooding, artsy boy, oh. hot boy. That's no, 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 no. It's <laughs> bullshit. Like, that is too many hot boys. Like, oh my God. And other people, they're going to team up and be this angsty, broody, like, be like, like it's like a David Cronenberg movie. It's like the fly. They just like morph yep. together. Yep. Just, this one hot boy just wandering the oh. Jimmy's fucking it. toast, man. Oh my god! Is, <laughs> I haven't heard someone call someone toast in a long time. That was delightful. Your toast, boy. <laughs> it felt. It felt right. It felt right in the moment. No, but you're right. Like Jimmy's fucking toast. Okay, he cannot compete. Um. So uh, Quan tells us about. She gives us a little some as an um. What is it called? Explanation. Uh, or explanation or like they kind yeah. of like hey we don't, have, we don't want to dedicate uh, extra time to explaining why this is why all these people are here so here you go so quad here you go like give like, her lines and she's like yeah it was high school got shut down so now degrassi's combining both of the schools which sounds like a nightmare to me i would hate that um oh god school high school our school's already crowded it's just like no 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 no, you can't bring all these extra people into my house no i didn't clean so um Liberty is worried about the after school activities, logistics, of course, which fair, but it's Liberty. Student council, um, the shot. announcements, what's going to happen. Yeah. She's like, um, I just got this, like, I was supposed to become like the student announcement bitch because Ashley was leaving. Who, don't tell me <laughs> some seniors going to do my job because this is all I have. Yo. You know how many times I practice, I'm Liberty Van Zant in the mirror this summer, Mr. Simpson? I mean, Miss Kwan, do you uh, know? 3,000 times. <laughs> Okay. Because he knows she counted. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> My father knows the mayor. <laughs> I forgot. And he's, he's, he's coming. He's going to make sure I, I have my spot. Oh, yeah. Okay. I know some people in very high places and also low places too. Mm-hmm. In case you're worried. Break your kneecaps. So, um, yeah. So, well, whatever. Sean gets to class late. Emma's like, oh my God, my boyfriend. Um, you know, super. Like, oh my God. <laughs> my ex. I can't handle it. Like. Oh my god, my ex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know Emma's that girl that's like, oh, my ex from like second grade. And it's like, sorry, what? <laughs> Excuse me, did I, did I mishear you? Second grade? My ex from second grade. I knew someone like that who had one boyfriend her entire life as far as I knew and would still bring it up when we were in college <sighs> and be like, and it was her ex from like the sixth grade. The, I said like a bridge the sixth the sixth grade and she'd bring that person up and be like yeah like when I was dating so and so I was like you mean <laughs> over ten years yeah. ago <laughs> when we were children we sat at the lunch table uh, together okay but you couldn't because he was in a lunch and you were in b lunch so you couldn't even sit together come on girl so like you guys didn't literally you couldn't even be friends um. So in Simpson's class, we meet the grade nines. Craig falls asleep at his desk. Simpson seems to know Craig immediately because I'm like, and we kind of make sense in the end. We're like, oh, okay, so they actually do know each other. Yeah. But everyone's like, oh my god, cute guys falling asleep in class, hot. <laughs> um, Toby and uh, JT volunteer to share a locker because of the overcrowding. Which I'm like, never move in with a friend. Never move in with your best friends. Don't do that. Don't 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 be roomies because that's that's you know that's recipe for failure. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm also pretty sure that's like 
was setting the seeds. I think Toby and Cho- Toby and Toby, Toby and JT end up having some kind of like tension or yeah. issue. So yeah, most mm-hmm. definitely. I can't remember what, but like something like that. Um, but um, we get to see our girl Paige, who has a mullet and is complaining about that. But I was like, you wouldn't have a mullet if you just took those clips out your hair. Like that's you just have clips, take them yeah. out, brush your hair, and it'll be less mullety. Um. <laughs> But yeah, she has a mullet. Craig butts into the combo, and they're like, "Okay, oh, hey, mind your business, but like, get your fine ass over here." <laughs> yeah. Oh wait. No, does Paige say that she's like, I could, I could? Oh, because the pair parents are like, "Oh, you can make money to get money for the new haircut if you clean out the garage." And then Paige is like, "Yeah," and she's like, "That's like child labor." <laughs> wait, no, no, no. Okay. She's like. For a second, no, I was like, no, no. did she say child abuse in front of Craig? And then no, he gave her no I don't remember what she said. I I think she says hello, child labor, right. or something. And then he says something to her about child labor. Okay, and it. she's like, okay, mind your business. <laughs> but he's like, mm, cute. <laughs> she's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Hazel's got her mind in a completely different place. Um, but oh, yeah, okay, because. This is the thing. I wrote so many of these scenes out and realized mo- many of them are actually one scene. It's just there's a lot of characters coming in and out yes. very quickly, which is smart and fun because we get to kind of – we basically catch up with a lot of characters without spending too much time mm-hmm. on them because we know we're going to get to them later. But it's just like we're just kind of – you know, because Ashley tries to talk to Paige. She's like, hey, girls. Like, hey, hey, girlies. And yeah. Paige looks at her – yeah, she looks her up and down. She's like, ugh, and like walks away. <laughs> and um, Terry's like – it's okay. Like, she'll get over it soon enough. Give her some time. So at least Terry's still talking to her. But her or her old friends are like, nah, bitch. Like, you think <laughs> because it's been summer yeah. that i gotten over this shit when you call me a hag in front of everybody? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not at all. Though, thank God Ashley's grown her hair out. Ugh, finally. Her hair is too, it's too thick to be a bob. Exactly. So it's a little, like, shoulder length. I'm like, this is a lot better. Yeah. Keep doing this. Um. So... Right. So, okay. So, Craig, we get back to Craig, who continues to creepily take pictures of Angie. And, um, but they, they actually start to interact. And I noticed, I was like, Craig and Angie have really great chemistry. They do. I feel like. Like, it, like the brother-sister thing, it's really, like, <clears throat> believable. Yeah, I feel like, also, Angie's so cute. Like, she's. She's so adorable. She's so adorable and cute. And she's just, like, very, like. Like very giggly and I don't know. She it's it, the chemistry that she has with people seems very authentic, as if like she really is just like a kid hanging out with them. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I agree, and I think Craig Craig is a very very good actor. The guy that the, the person I, plays yeah. Craig, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake Epstein is his name. Okay, yes, he's a very good actor. Like, um, which. It's, I mean, it's just great yeah. to have, like, really good talent on the show. Because he, like, I mean, they do have, they had good talent, too. But, like, he actually is, like, one of the stronger actors. Yeah. And was able to carry this storyline well. And Angie, like, for a kid actor, she's pretty good, too. Yeah. She's, like, she's good. Like, she's not, like, annoying and weird. She, like, seems, like, genuinely just kind of like, oh, it's, like, yeah. a cute little kid. Just, you know. So, um, uh, yeah. So, they're, they're, they're talking to each other. And Angie asks if he's going to come visit Mummy. Oh. <laughs> I also um, I also forgot that um, like in my mind I was like oh Joey like like just takes Craig in as like a 
<laughs> like a dog for the pound kind of thing. I forgot that there was like the kind of, I forgot. I was like, oh, right. Angie and um, Craig are half siblings or they have the same mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have the same mother and Joey is his, or I guess, is his stepdad? Was his stepdad? Yeah, I think. Do you, does, does someone stop being the stepdad after the person that married them dies? Right, that's what I was thinking as well. I think, I bet, because obviously they got married, uh, his mom and Joey got married. Um, and so I think, I'm wondering if Craig, like, lived with them for a while. Or like like, maybe like half and half, not like full time. See, I get the impression that Craig was a weekend kid. I think I don't think he lives with them. Okay. I, I get the impression that Craig like lived with his dad. Yeah, because he, he while she was married. Yeah. yeah, I feel like he definitely would have not allowed that. But maybe like for vacations, because he mentions like, oh, remember British Columbia? We went to, yeah. to a trip. Like he definitely was around them, but I don't think enough. Not like he wasn't yeah. living with them. I don't. That's I don't right. feel like you know, like he saw her like every other week or something. Um. Yeah, so she's so so that's when we find out that they are half siblings. You know, when the nanny comes, he like or the teacher actually, I think she at school. He like <laughs> I don't want to say nanny because I, I think I thought that I thought that she was at like after like a school playground or something. care. Yeah. yeah, I didn't realize she was at school, mm-hmm. which is like creepier that he's just like so Andrew. Who are you talking? I know, to? It's like um, what kind of preschools like allowing people to just approach the fence right near the playground? <laughs> right. Gosh. Hey, hey, kid! Hey, kid! Come here! Like, like what? Like, you should be. Like, y'all should be watching these kids better. Um, so we get Toby and JT. Apparently, Toby Toby invented OK Cupid and is like, <laughs> and he's like, you know, trying to get JT a match. But then he's like, no, no, no! I want Paige. You know, he's a better match with. Um, I think Terry. Terry. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. He like he like he's like oh I'm about to get my page and he like puts his sunglasses on his face and it's like an eyebrow thing I'm just like this kid is uh, like he's too confident it's scary right it's like he's he's too he's too powerful he he is too powerful mm-hmm. honestly um, Joey and Angie are at the grave of Julia Jeremiah who's Joey's um, um, wife who passed away and their their mother um, <laughs> I thought about that bit when we watched the first episode of last season, when everybody was trying to get Joey to forget about his wife. Get over already. She's dead. Where Lucy's like, okay, Joey, like, I don't mean to be a bitch, but I will be. <laughs> um, what's this about? How you're about you not going to the reunion because your wife's dead? What? <laughs> because like, Julia didn't even go to our school. So I don't even know why yeah. this is really like, you're not, you're not gonna be reminded of her at the at the reunion because she didn't go to our school. Yeah, like, don't make this about you, Joey. Like, this is about our like it's about our school. It's about our reunion. You know, like you know? don't make it about you. Right? That's selfish. Yeah, like you're being really selfish right now. So, <laughs> uh, Angie mentions Craig to Joey because you're talking. She's like, Craig said, and she kind of cuts off. And Craig is like hiding behind a tomb, a tombstone, just like take a click, 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 click. And I'm like, babe, like, stop. What are you, the paparazzi? Like, I feel like, I feel like it's like, um, does this happen? Like Liz Taylor, or maybe in that Lifetime movie with Lindsay Lohan, Liz Taylor is like at like her at Richard Burton's or whatever. Is that his name, Richard Burton? I don't know. But she's at his grave, and then she's like paparazzi, like watching her. 
It's click, 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 click. You know, yeah. um, but he's spotted and he just, he runs. And this part was funny because I feel like the scene where we see him running lasted a second too long. Mm-hmm. So we're just watching him run like through. <laughs> I'm like, does he think that like, we can't see him? Like he's running like across a field. <laughs> this, this boy is, he's going through a lot. And, he is. Uh, he is not fully aware of how he's coming across. <laughs> And running, I mean, and stalking, and taking photos. Yeah, and it's like they do a good job of like really tying, like really focusing on like the sadness of Craig. But there is something kind of unsettling about him, like, and I don't know if that was also intentional because, like, in our next scene, he's like edit, he's like in his, he's in his dark room, and he's like editing a photo of of Angie and and Joey at the cemetery. But he like like kind of like photoshopped himself into it. Yeah, it's really sad, but also like it's very serial killer. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I think I think it's part of what's the actor's name again of Craig? Jake Epstein. Yes, I feel like Jake. Like, if he wasn't a good actor, like, or if he didn't portray it as well, it would have come across like much more creepy and like being like, listen, we get it that you're being abused, but like. You're kind of, you're kind of a stalker. Because <laughs> like, I feel like if we were able to kind of like get that balance where it's like, oh, you're not, it's more desperate and like creepy. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, he's just so desperate for like, for anything besides what he's having yeah. to live with. But <laughs> for yeah. the way that it's kind of set up, it's like, oh, this could have, this could have turned a little bit differently and not so great. You're totally right. I think because he's a good actor, you're right. He's able to kind of balance it. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, it, you, like that scene was just like, <laughs> but also, but it's just the, the darkness in Craig because it's, it's, he's sad. He's very sad. His yeah. dad is abusive. His mom's dead. He's not allowed to like connect with his sister. Like he just is, you know, it doesn't matter that he's a hot boy. Mm-hmm. Hot boys have problems too. And we can fix them, Sonique. Mm-hmm. That's what we're yes, of for. course. Everyone wanted to fix. Craig became the the quintessential like I can fix him because he had so much trauma, and he gets more. He gets even more. He's so much trauma. Oh, it's wild. <laughs> it's so funny. It's like not funny, but like this such dark <laughs> introduction of Craig. It's like ooh, we. This is only the tip of the iceberg of shit that baby. <laughs> but shit, they got to these riders and push Craig through. Like they. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, oh, we just have to make him sexier and sexier for teen girls. Just put him <laughs> through more ringers. <laughs> like, um, so, um, so he gets so he he sits down to dinner with his dad, and this is when he meets the fucking roast, right? And Craig is like, you know, Craig kind of like, oh, remember mom used to make roast, and his dad just like looks That's at him. I'm just like, Jesus, this man is scary. Like he just like he doesn't even say anything. He just looks at him. I'm like, oh he's, fuck, he's <laughs> like, Craig, the- shut up. He's got, you know, when people talk about like, oh, like the guy, like, like the Ted Bundy type eyes that like in when you, obviously when we look at Ted Bundy, we see him as a serial killer, but like he could have, he comes across as so friendly until he makes that switch. And then like Mm -hmm. the like piercing eyes that come out, it's terrifying. Yes, that was that. I think a lot of like serial killers have been described like that too. Like the the look, 
or no, I mean, I was listening, reading a, a subreddit, or maybe like Molly and Nicole were talking about the subreddit. Yes, they did like a deep dive in quarantinis of like the when you think you might have met like a psychopath or something, and someone had mentioned that like they had like a had been working at a school and like the dad was like really weird and they were trying to like complain about the kid basically and at some point the dad just like switched and like the person was like no the way he looked at me was like very predator like predator and prey like just very like cold dead eyes just like oh shit this this person i think in another circumstance would beat the would try to kill me right now but he's very good at that you're absolutely right he just kind of like whoa like okay this guy is definitely like intense um so, but Joey, it turns out, called Craig's dad, and he's like, "Why?" You know, he's, he's doing kind of like a playing dumb. Like, now why would now why would Joey Jeremiah want to call me? <laughs> and just like Craig is like trying to like his best to kind of walk on eggshells because he's like, mm, "This is not good." And he gets a line that says, "He's like, I don't know why would your mother leave a surgeon for a used car salesman?" So he's he definitely is in his fifi still about. His yeah. wife leaving him for someone who he who he sees as inferior. Mm-hmm. Very much. So. Yeah, because Joey's nice. <laughs> Joey's nice. He like I don't know is it emotion is emotionally available. Um. Oh, another adding to the dad's uh backstory. Yeah, I bet you the mom like left like obviously numerous reasons she probably left, but that she like he the surgeon dad guy wasn't like was never around he was always at work and like like lived at his job and then once she mm-hmm. left then like he like was overcompensating for it being like i'm here like look i made roast <laughs> like and, <laughs> and and then like never and then, like, is in that kind of denial of, like, it's like, I was always here, like, you know, like, I I was always here for you, like, food was always on the table, I was always here for dinner, like, you know, like, that kind of thing. It's like, yeah, mm. but, like, you were here, but now we're here, here. And so I feel like he's just... Yeah. Numerous, yeah. See, my, my headcanon, which is a little bit darker, is that his dad definitely abused his mom in some way. Fuck yeah. Most definitely. He was an abuser to her. Probably, and she left. I mean, when that happens, my first thought is like, wait, so you left your kid with him? But maybe, like, he was always lovely to Craig and was always very sweet to Craig, actually, when he was a little kid. So she leaves and she thinks, like, he'll be fine. But, like, he wasn't, obviously. But I wonder when the – I really wonder, like, did the abuse start after Julia died or was it, like – there's a lot left. I mean, it doesn't really matter, but I'm just curious. Like, when did this start? Was this always the case or – was there like a tipping point when maybe when the wife left or when she died? Like like what happened that like got us to this point? But um but yeah, so Craig um is like, no, I didn't call Joey, and the dad is just like, you know, he's just scary and just been like, okay. Cause then Craig's like, Oh, you're gonna call him back? And he's like, No, why would I no, why would I do that? And she's just like very like fuck, like yeah. his hands. Like, Craig, get the fuck out of this house. Ooh. Um we get a quick JT tries to talk to Paige. She's like grossed out by him. Um, we get a scene in drama class and Ashley's so like weird. talking about herself and she's like, Yeah, I just feel like you keep a positive attitude, you can choose anything. And I'm like, Okay, Ashley. Like, um It was also weird because they were all wearing like weird hats. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I've I've never understood like so there's a lot of drama class in this show. Uh-huh. And I've never been really positive, like what they were learning ever. Like, it's like what? Yeah. 
like it's just like just like I guess they're just doing personal monologues or whatever. But it's Craig's turn. And he tries to get away with just saying his name, but ends up giving a very angsty speech, very existential speech that would definitely get you sent to the guidance counselor. Because I'm like, Craig's not doing okay. He's getting very – or he's a teenager and is realizing that he really is insignificant in this universe. Hey, guess what, Craig? It never ends. (laughs) It just gets worse. You don't get greater. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you think about it even like – even not to be, like too too deep into that, but like even people who are like superstars are really insignificant. Like you're still just one little blip in the whole universe. Like Beyonce's a bigger blip than the rest of us, but still like a blip uh-huh. in the whole universe. Uh-huh. And that's wild. Yeah. All just on that little so, tiny um, speck in Horton here's who. Mm-hmm. So we're all just one, we're just tiny specks floating in an unknown existence. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Emma and, <laughs> Emma and Manny talk about Craig and how hot he is, and they're like in the library when he sits down, and they're like, oh my God, you know, like yeah. they're just both like horny little toads. Um, but Craig knows Emma because Emma babysits Angie, and also like they met because like at the wedding, I guess, Joey and Julia's wedding, I'm assuming, yeah. which would make sense that they were all at the place. Um, but he said five years ago, so I was like, wait, so. Okay, so oh, they would have been, like, nine, probably. Not, like, eight, nine. Okay, got it. Um, but he, like, winks at her and stuff. But Emma was like, oh, my God, this is going to be my boyfriend. She's like, okay, I'm having my mom's having this party. Um, Angela's going to be there. You should come. Like, and like, thank God, you're smart. Like, mm. that's how you get a boy. You get him to come to your job. Yes. Exactly. Where you're babysitting. And that's, like, classic, mm-hmm. like, teen Judy Bloom novel. Like, like, oh, I'm babysitting. Do you want to come over? Like, yeah, that never happened to me. Yeah, that's but. and that's how, yeah, and that's how the babysitter, like the all his urban legends happen because these fast little teenage girls want to invite their little boyfriends over and they want to play Candyman and then they get killed. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yes, there's yes. always a serial killer in pre- that plot. And that's why you should never have premarital sex because if you do, yeah. And, a serial killer will kill you. <laughs> and it wasn't, and, and it wasn't the the young boy's fault. It was the young girl's fault for inviting him over. Yeah, trollop. <laughs> so, um, Joey is selling a, a couple a car when Craig, when Craig's dad shows up. We found his name's Albert, which is like weird, um, interesting name. So um, Joey's like, "Yeah, how's Craig doing?" But Albert is just like, "Mind your business. Like, you don't ask me, my son." And Joey's like, hey, you know, like, Craig and Angie are siblings. Like, we you know, we hate each other, but we don't, like, the kids don't have to. Like, they can hang out. But he's, like, not having it. And he's just like, no. No. He's just doing – he's just – he's not – he's not really saying anything to him. He's just, like, looking at him, yeah. like, smugly and just, like, drives away. It's just like, ew. I, oh, God. Like, I just want – Someone to smack him in the face. Please. You know, Albert – and it's, like, people like this. It's like, you know, Albert can't fucking fight. Oh, no. Albert – Fucking coward. You'd rather <laughs> beat your kid up, but, like – if someone punched Albert once, it's like he's out. Like, <laughs> like exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, also, I I think I've mentioned before on this show. I watched the show Alone, um, which is like a survivalist, like last man standing type wilderness that mm. mostly takes place in Canada. Um, yeah. To connect it to something. Um, but I, I was I watched later seasons and I started rewatching the first season where it didn't really it was a different kind of show. They didn't know exactly how it was gonna be. And um 
is a different kind of show, but it's like uh, the a lot of the people that go on the show are like there's like the super like hippie hardcore like I was born the wrong like uh, century. I like want to live on the frontier in the open land with nothing. And then there's the people mm-hmm. that are like gun enthusiasts. <laughs> like, <laughs> but the best thing about season one is that they're like they put all these people out in the wilderness and had never seen the show, never knew what to expect. And like all these people that were like, "Man, if only I had my guns, I could I could make it out here." But I don't feel protected, so I'm quitting because <laughs> they're afraid of the bears. And I was like, "Fuck yeah, that's what of you course. fucking get, you small dick!" Like literally with a small dick, <laughs> like. Yeah, like, this one guy was, like, so, like, up in his feelings about, like, not having his guns, and that's why, like, he's, like, at any point in my house, I'm, I'm, I'm a reach away for a firearm. Like, I'm very protected. And I'm, like, but how about these hands? Like, can can you fight, though? Can you punch a bear? Can you punch a bear, though? Right? Like, like, you're not, you're, I don't, I don't think you're apex predator just because you, because you, oh, because you have a gun. Like, oh, okay, lucky. Exactly. I'm sure if a bear had a po- had a bozzle thumbs, it could shoot a gun too. Like, but it just doesn't. Mm-hmm. But put that gun down. Let's see what them hands do. Exactly. With these with these paws, I'll swipe it once. Exactly. Uh, but that was like <laughs> break it back. That was so refreshing because it was like day two, and he's like, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> it's always it's always the ones like that who are just like yep. fucking like good guy with a gun who just thinks like I can do it. It's like. You're like, sit down. Like, Please. you spend half your time in the woods just shooting at a target. You don't even shoot at any living thing, and you think with someone like, yeah, I can, like, I could, sh- I could just shoot people. Like, yeah, okay, good luck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, babe. Um, so, JT like asked Paige out in front of his friends, which is like so fucking confident and bold of this kid. Yeah, it's so um, bold. But they clown her about it. So bold. They clown her about it, and they're like, okay, we'll pay you like thirty bucks to get your hair done. And if you go on this date with JT, it'll be it'll be hilarious. And she's like, "Fine, I'll do it." Um, Craig and Angie are doing chalk drawings at the party. Emma and Manny are also there, and um, everyone's hanging out at the party at Emma's house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Joey pulls Craig aside, and he's just like, "Hey, like, I don't know if you should be here. Like, I spoke to your dad, and like, he wouldn't like it. Like, it's just you know." Which in in Joey's defense is yeah. He's, it's normal parent stuff. Yeah, it's like it's parent stuff. It's just like you, yeah, you probably shouldn't be with Angie and doing all that. So then Craig leaves. Um, when Craig gets home, his dad is like eerily sitting at the kitchen table, like again, not doing and not scrubbing in. He's somehow home again. We just saw him in the middle of the day driving around as a convertible. I'm like this man is not a surgeon. Yeah, I, I'm buying into it. He's a fucking. He's, he's already done. Like, how exactly. are you a surgeon? Like, exactly. You, because even like even because let's be real here like so they he probably has money but their house is like kind of normal looking it's not like whoa it's not like okay maybe he's like a very like wealthy plastic surgeon where maybe he only works you know he just works when they want the titties touched you know so he's he's not always working he's just kind of i can maybe see that but it seems like he probably is like i don't know like a triage surgeon (laughs) yes somehow he has so much time to just be like fucking like gallivanting around the town terrorizing people right. like, it's like um no it doesn't add up um so um he gets home his dad's sitting there and 
he's like, oh, hey, dad, like, I'll be down. I'll be over in a second. He goes down to his dark room and it's totally trashed everything. His dad's been, he's touched everything. And his dad comes in. He found the family, the little album that Craig had made where he photoshopped himself with uh, Angie and Joey. And he just starts beating him. And I forgot how hard it was to watch this because he's like, be, like, he's like, kicking him. Like, it's really fucked up. Very, like, very he like intense. really like beats him and there's a shot that you do at one point where after he's done beating him he kind of like stands in the doorway and he's kind of like his eyes are like looking through like a shelf mm-hmm. and it's, it's terrifying i was like oh my fucking god this man is so scary i think uh, i'm trying to think right mm-hmm. outside of this episode or really outside of like network tv right because this is the network right. television show has abuse ever been portrayed ever like that like because i feel like it's always kind of alluded to like it's like it's like the the like the raising of the hand and then they're like no and then there's like the the cut to black and then they like kind of mm-hmm. notice like the bruisings or whatever and it's kind of like the situation is built around it but like this scene and this portrayal of like this is what abuse looks like, right? Abuse isn't like this, like, kind of like, oh, like, you know, we, a lot of times we, unless you, uh, like, uh, were being abused or have work in a field where you have to hear these kind of stories or anything, or are abuser, like, I feel like if you're not, if you're not aware of that, it can, you can kind of, be like oh well is it just like they just like accidentally hit you or like is it you know like the kind of thing is like oh like i you know i lost my temper and you know it was kind of like this thing but it's like it no like this is like this is how abusers can abuse like and abuse Mm -hmm. and And it was very premeditated because he's sitting at the kitchen table waiting for him like he's already fucked because he knows he's gonna find it and gonna come meet him it's like it's it's really like whoa yeah it's rough. It's hard to watch. Yeah. That's for sure. Big major trigger warning for that Ooh, episode, yeah. for this episode. Like, when you watch it, not even not even from the podcast, but, like, watching it, it's just, like, whoa. Like, he, like, really beats him up. And it, like, that's how we end. Like, oh, the first part is just, like, after he gets beaten. And we're just, like, okay. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, are you ready to get into part two? Yes, I am. Okay. Okay, so, um, uh, the beginning of part two, we get a recap, and I was just looking that, um, both of these episodes aired on the same night, um, oh, so as a, as a true double feature, um, okay. and, oh, I was gonna try to get synopsis pulled up. I don't think they have, like, there's isn't a part two synopsis, like the, um, oh, okay. the Wikipedia is just the whole thing, yeah. Awesome. Okay, cool. They didn't break it up. Great. Mm-hmm. They told we we, ter- we heard about all the tragedy at the beginning. <laughs> um, okay, so for our cold open after our recap previously, and then um, we got another dose of the theme song. We cut to Craig's at home, and he's looking at his very intense bruising um, yeah. on his uh, body uh, in the mirror. And it's like, oh shit, this is, this is it. Um, and again, 
a lot of times it's kind of like the kind of signs of abuse are like, oh, they have a black eye. Or like, you know, there's like hand marks on the arm or something. It's not, mm-hmm. which again, not to downplay those things. Those are very abusive signs. But to see this kind of intense injury and intense level of physical abuse on network television is very groundbreaking, I feel like. <clears throat> yeah. And also like, um, like, um, also very intentional too, because it is bruising on its side to where people can't see it. Yeah. He didn't like he didn't hit him yeah. in the face. He hit him, he kicked him multiple times in the ribs. So no one no one will know. Yeah. Either. Which ugh, makes my skin crawl. Mm-hmm. Um but in true Degrassi f- uh, fashion we get a nice <laughs> that sunglasses transition that they love to Yes, use. <laughs> they love they love that girl's sunglasses. Like it's so weird. Like <laughs> it's like why? It's just like yeah. <laughs> she's like Gotta run to school. <laughs> it's like, okay, we get a lightheartedness coming text. Um, but it just gets even darker because we get uh, Craig's dad is dropping uh, Craig off at school in his fancy convertible, um, which now makes me judge. I mean, I've, like, I've always judged people in convertibles, but like now I'm like, ugh, you're trying to. You're trying to overcompensate for something, right? Yeah, probably. I used to want a convertible, but I'm black. <laughs> a black woman, the hair situation, oh it's like, it would, like, I'd have to, I could only have a convertible if I only wore my hair, like, in braids mm-hmm. forever the rest of my life. Because mm-hmm. if I had, like, my own hair and I have, like, a twist out, I can't have my twist out just in the wind. You're ruining everything. What's the point? Yeah. I would look crazy after. I would go blown back. And but a vacation like, um, convertible would be fun. Looking like Dr. Cornell West. I don't want that. Stop. <laughs> I mean. Looking like Frederick Douglass. Has there been a more accurate comparison? I don't know. Exactly. Um, but Craig's dad is dropping off Craig and he gives him a wa- like a stack of cash. Be like, oh, sorry about your camera. Um, this will cover it for a new digital one, you know? Like, it'll be even better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he had the audacity to be like, no hard feelings, right? It's like, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, this bit is psychotic. Like, that's crazy. Like, he full on... And like, I know, we know that it happens a lot with, like, the cycle abuse of some, like, you know... Apologize. Or, like, they beat their partner and like, they give them flowers after they kind of, like, apologize yeah. for it. But for him to be like, no hard feelings, well, right? It's like... <laughs> So you acknowledge that you beat me up yesterday, but you're, like, really ca- like casual about it. Like, we good, right? Like, no. Like, true, I, my, like, aside, I can't breathe. My sides hurt because I think I have a broken rib. Like, true fuckboy energy. Being like, you good? Rolls over and you good? Like, he's a piece, <laughs> no more feelings. He's a piece of shit. I'm like, I hope. <laughs> like, I hope you, I hope you flip that convertible. Oh God, please. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um. So I think for the second part, we can kind of skip through the, or get go go through the JT um, storyline mm-hmm. and page storyline. Um, yeah, I agree. Uh, so we're in the lunchroom, JT stumbles around talking to Paige, um, but she, after getting the offering for the bet, she's like, you can, um, whispers in his ear, you can get a movie and a bite to eat, and that's it. Your treat. Um, on you. On you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is like, yes, Paige, get it. Um, 
then we get to the hallway. Emma uh, drops her book. Someone knocks into her and drops her books and she sees Craig and they start chatting about um, the day before at the party when Craig kind of like all of a sudden leaves after Joey talks to him. Um, and she's like, hey, you know, it's Emma. So she's obviously going to try to always be the bridge and the mending factor in every But also situation. classic like meddling too it's like yeah. emma you do not this is way above your pay grade you do not know what's going on right now yes. and she offers to you know say like hey like i'm picking up and after school um can you can you know we can kind of find a loophole in this you're you're not seeing and you're seeing me and and just happens to be there um and you can see her then so they agree for that <laughs> Emma really thinks she's grown. I'm like, y'all, listen, their parents do not want them. You need to let them. You can't be doing this, Emma. Like, come on. I know you like this boy, but, like, this is too much. This is giving a big Caitlin energy. Like, yes. no. This is this also is not for you to solve. Peak early 2000s, because this is, like, I don't know when it started when, like, there was, like, pickup line lists that you had to be on the list to be picked up at school. And if you weren't on the pickup list, you couldn't pick a kid up. Oh yeah, yeah, but they were definitely doing that even to to in two thousand two. Oh, I, they were, I never I remember, got like, picked if, up at school like that after school. So yeah, because like you definitely like you had to like um, well at least for elementary school students. I think by by middle school, it's like you literally just left the school and you just went in the car. <laughs> get, get into no one gave a fuck. Again. But like in elementary school, definitely like if you were yeah. being picked up, like they would make sure like that's a parent because because well because you have to because it was not uncommon like that's how because it's not even about i think the concern wasn't necessarily like oh a stranger will come to get a kid i think it was mostly like parents that are dealing with custody battles and parent yep. just be like i'm taking my kid and it's yep. like that's you're not on the list like you know dad tries to take the kid to like across state lines yeah yeah um yeah but <laughs> You know, who cares? Emma's picking her up. She's got it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, she, I'm a list. I'm a list. They know me. They know me here. Um, <laughs> pick this kid up. Yikes. Uh, so after school, they go to pick up Angela. And um, uh, this is when Angela's like, oh, I want to go to the park. Let's go to the park. Emma's like, listen, I got things to study for. It's the second day of school and I have tons of homework. I need to study. <laughs> um, so Craig's like, hey, I could take her to the park. Um, and Emma's like, I don't know. This seems fishy. Um, but she eventually kind of gives in because, again, at this point, like, it's, you know, it's her brother. She doesn't know the full situation yet. And she's also a teenager, yeah. not fully realizing that it's weird. That, like, that's that's not true. I, I have to give on. her. Yeah, I have to give her, give her the benefit of the doubt because she is like 13 or so or yeah, 14. Because my first thought was like, Emma, you can't just give, even if that is her brother, it's like if you're responsible for babysitting, you can't. It's one thing to have the brother be there too. I think that that, that might be an issue, but not yeah. really. Another thing to be like, oh yeah, you take her to the park. I'm going to go <laughs> do something else. Like, no, <laughs> be with her. Like, like you need to go to the park too. Or like they just don't go to the park, but you can't just be like, yeah, text me when you're done. Yeah. Like, uh, like, just like. Uh, be home like kind of soon. I don't know, you know. Like, make sure you're home before her dad gets here, so we can continue to lie. Yeah. <laughs> um. 
but uh, we cut to Ange and Craig are at the park. They're like running through some sprinklers, like being very cute and sibling like, and it's very sweet. Um, and mm-hmm. they go into the grass and they're kind of like tickling or kind of like wrestling, um, kind of like, I don't know, ro- literally rolling in the grass. Um, <laughs> and that's when uh, Ange actually hits or tickles uh, one of, I was about to say Rick, um, Craig's bruises. And he's like, ah, because literally he probably has at least two broken ribs. Um, yeah, he has, he has a cracked rib. Yeah, and that's when his shirt kind of pulls up and that's when she sees the bruises. Um, and she's, he's so, this is like true, like cute big brother energy. He's like, he's like, oh, you remember the dinosaur I told you about? Well, he likes to eat Craig for, eat Craig's for, for dinner. And so he bit me and then, you know, that's how I got this bruise. And it's just like. So sweet yeah. and innocent, like of like a cute way of explaining it away, but not like, but like so sad, uh, so sad. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, you know, they decide that they're going to go get some ice cream and make everything better, which I mm-hmm. I can attest to that. But uh, also, this situation <laughs> that, when that ice cream does make things better, it sure does. This entire situation, when Emma was like, okay, go ahead and take her, I was like, this is giving me so much anxiety. When I, like, <laughs> in, like, a 30-minute show, when, like, I can see the the problem getting set up, I'm like, damn it, these fucking idiots. <laughs> like, it stresses me out so much, because I'm just like, this isn't gonna end well. You know that. Yeah. <sighs> and, of course, Joey decides to come home early um because he wants to see his daughter and he yeah he wants to see his little bugaboo yeah. he's like you know i i own this car this car dealership yes. so i can leave whenever i want exactly <laughs> boss babe energy um i work on my own time <laughs> i set my own schedule oh my god now i'm just picturing like joey trying to like sell like cosmetics mm-hmm. to his downlines yeah most definitely <laughs> Um, and that's when he finds out the answer's gone and um, and he's like where are they and she's like oh they're at the park it's fine and then Emma's like well you know it's really not that big of a deal like he should be able to see his his sister <laughs> she's apparently it's like, Emma, no if you don't <laughs> shut your little mouth that's when like that's when I'm like I fucking hate kids because kids that was it's a little bratty teenager but like I think oh, I have an opinion about, I'm like you don't know what's happening this is stay out of grown folks business <sighs> and he rightfully is like you you're a babysitter mind your fucking business exactly. little girl like, exactly <laughs> well, who you think you are um so okay so I'm gonna go ahead and just wrap up the JT and Paige plotline here um Mm-hmm. So they're at the mall. Um, Paige shows up in disguise and a hoodie and sunglasses. Um, and she's like, oh, come on, hurry. Let's get into the movie before someone sees us. Look like the Unabomber. <laughs> Truly, like, girl, honey. Um, and after the movie, you know, as part of the deal, she has to get um, a bite to eat as well. Um, and so, you know, uh, JT says a joke. Um, she doesn't really laugh, but then she makes a joke and they both laugh together, but can't make it last because Hazel and Spinner show up 
um, also in disguises, kind of. And they're like, Paige, are you having fun? <laughs> with just sunglasses, with just sunglasses on. It's not even like very mysterious. There's, it's like it's clearly you guys. Like I can see you. Yeah. Like I just, just because you cover your eyes doesn't mean that I stop recognizing my best friend. Like I exactly. See. <laughs> <sighs> um, but you know that they offer, they pay her right then, which is really shady. They didn't have to do that. But this is so mean. <laughs> so like, mean. <laughs> are you having fun? Are you, you know what? I think she suffered enough, hasn't she? Here, girl. Here's the $30 when I give you for dating this fucking stupid loser. <laughs> it's just like. It's that classic, like, like 30, like, teen show or like, it's like, it's like oh no, it was a bet. Oh, how did it ever happen to me? It's like, you did come on. JT. But JT's so confident. He's like, listen, I could bag a girl like Paige. <laughs> He's like, I'm very funny. Yes. I have a big head. So I look taller. He, he like he he knows. He's like he's like I had her laughing. If they had it showed up, something would have happened. Yeah, I had I loosened her up. She's laughing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's very upset. And uh, the next day at school, Paige is nice and she does apologize. She's like, you know, that wasn't very nice of me, but. I needed money, so <laughs> which I appreciated. Um, but JT's like, "Hey, uh, if we're gonna be even, Steven, uh, I really wanted a kiss at the end of my f- at the end of our first date." So she kisses him on the cheek. She's like, "Hun, I would have given you the light of day if you were a little bit taller and not like <laughs> just like the scum, not not the scum, like a." A subterranean social class. Yeah, she's yeah, she's like you. Literally, are like a fucking like. It's like that book in Brave New World, and he's like one of the deltas or something. Like you're just literally like genetically inferior to me. Exactly. Um, but that was that I was. Can't hang. It was very sweet and kind of like a nice feeling. Like, ugh, like Paige got her money. She apologized, but it's JT, so he's gonna bounce back. If it was Toby, Toby would have been gone forever. Like. <laughs> Oh, Toby's be- will immediately end up on like 4chan. Like he's oh, yeah. he's he's writing a manifesto. Yeah, JT is like he's gonna like he's just gonna make it part of a stand up. But he's fine. Yeah, like he will be okay. Um, but okay, so we get back to the ice cream truck, and Ange uh, sees that Craig is paying with a bunch of money, and she's like, "Wow, you're you have a million dollars. You're so rich." It's so cute. I love when kids like have no concept of like money or size or anything. Yes. You're like, you were gone for ten thousand hours. It's like I was gone for an hour. <laughs> you were gone forever. Oh my <laughs> like, gosh! What are you talking about? I remember. She's like, it's like, are you a billionaire, Jeff Bezos? <laughs> I remember realizing, like, when I got older, like, I remember my my reference for like, um, like. Like the hardest, it, like the longest amount of time, like the longest period was the night before Christmas. Um, like, like when having mm-hmm. to go to sleep and then like trying to go to sleep, but like by being too excited to sleep. Um, and then like having to wait for what felt like hours until you could like leave and go like open your presents. Um, that's yeah. my reference still for like, <laughs> like how long something feels. I'm like, does it feel like this? Uh, not as bad. Not as bad. <laughs> yeah, I was definitely like, um, like that with the Christmas as well. Except my family opened gifts, um, at midnight oh, on Christmas so Eve. Jealous. We didn't do Christmas morning, so I would instead, instead of like waiting to go to sleep, I'd be counting down the hours. Though I had like a little Barbie clock. Yeah, yes. 
that like I could like because I, I use it to learn how to tell time. It's I, I had a hard time learning how to tell time. Girl, it's, it's had, difficult. It's it was like really it was like really a challenge for me. I could not understand clocks, <laughs> and I still kind of like have like I I can't do watches without numbers on it. Oh, like no. I. I embarrassingly, I'm like, I don't know what that means. Yeah. What is that? I don't know where the hand is. But I had a little Barbie clock and I would be counting down the hours <laughs> until midnight. And waiting until midnight was like the longest. It's like, oh my God, so I'm going to claw my eyes out. Yeah. Like I'd be checking the time every like 30 minutes. Yeah. And like, I also hey, like. Just watch TV. There's moments where I'm like, I don't think. There's like moments where I think back at like excitement or like awe about something. Um, and you're just like, mm-hmm. I haven't felt that in a long time. It's <laughs> like, oh dear, we are oof. <laughs> we are. This is we're we're falling into the system of I know work, sleep, make money, pay bills. Where's where's the Christmas morning excitement? You know. I know. <sighs> it's fine. <laughs> um, but, uh, and she's on the money and Craig is like talking about like British Columbia and how beautiful it used to be and asking if she remembered it. Cause I think, you know, they had been on a trip as, um, a blended family together. And, um, then he's like, Hey, you know, we should just go. The bus station isn't far. We could go together. And of course, Ange, the child that she is, is like, okay. Um, and then at that mm-hmm. point, I was like, oh, shit, I forgot this happened. That's terrifying. Uh, Craig, what are you doing? We're, 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 you're losing me. You're losing me. <laughs> yeah. So um, so I don't want to spoil it if people are listening or who are just like getting acquaint- reacquainted to Degrassi don't remember this. But there is something about Craig that we learn later. Yes. And I oftentimes have looked back if this was um, – because Craig – is an interesting character because he's very impulsive uh-huh. and we see him be impulsive a lot Especially like not just in this moment but like later mm-hmm. subsequent episodes he does things where it's like you're not thinking and i'm wondering and i don't know if the if the writers were already kind of thinking this for them him or if it just so happened to end up this way but there's a very like impulsivity about craig where it's like um i don't think he's a bad person like obviously no, like yeah, yeah it's wrong he tried to be like yeah let's go to british columbia but i think he like his rationale is not yeah he just is mm -hmm. like i mean also like he he's growing up in an abusive household Mm -hmm. and part of that is probably like not like fully grasping like boundaries and like Mm -hmm. can't you should not do that like these are things that you do and things you don't do and that's not appropriate behavior but he's like yeah let's go to british columbia babe (laughs) yeah very much so um but I so i started watching the degrassi zoom reunion earlier today just like the beginning of it Mm -hmm. and they had mentioned that um for this specific plot line of when it comes to um craig's mental health and basically his circumstance and his character how that what that looks like they talked to a professional and like basically that was aiding in his character development and figuring out how he wanted to portray the role um and so i think Mm. i think that they definitely either Either they were thinking about it or not so much, but like they're obviously adding depth to the story of like when you live in this abusive environment as a child and go through the trauma of losing a parent and all of that, like this 
Like you're the 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 rationale that we're using watching it is not the same rationale that he has as a character, you know. Of course. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and also just the fact that like his father clearly has some rage issue he has like some sort of like an issues with like i think mental illness as well oh, yeah. i don't think i don't think he's i mean he is an abuser and every abuser doesn't have to have be mentally ill but it's like there's something about his kind of he's where he's like just like so like the outburst of it flips mm-hmm. here and back yeah it's like there's nothing there's something that's not quite yeah. like, like, like going like right you know with him Very but yeah so um mm-hmm. but joey shows up just in time um and sees them at the ice cream truck uh and and Ange runs up to him but uh through their kind of exchange Ange is kind of asking like oh can you know can daddy come to british columbia too and you know craig is like oh no no no, that was just a joke it was just a joke and then joey's like slowly realizing oh shit you're about to kidnap my daughter and go to <laughs> british columbia what the fuck um and obviously mm-hmm. he's you know heightened emotion he just was you know looking for his missing child in his brain and now realizing that this could have happened obviously freaking mm-hmm. out and like yells at craig like i don't know what he says he's basically just like he's like stay away yeah, from her basically exactly. he's like don't I don't, like, don't come around her anymore because it's like yeah which understandable yeah. like he he just caught them before he was probably because Craig I think was gonna do it he was like let's go like have money we have enough for the bus like he's ready to take his child to you know how far British Columbia is is from where they are like it's pretty far you know so yeah um so Craig is at home um he's at home kind of like just like thinking about things and his dad comes home because again he obviously doesn't work um and he gets takeout mm-hmm. so i guess he was doing something because he didn't have time to cook a four course meal today um, he's like oh i had to have surgery today <laughs> whatever <laughs> <laughs> um but he answers the phone and joey is on the phone again and craig knows oh shit like i'm about to be found out there he's gonna mm-hmm. and now i'm about to be in like like things are about like it's about to really be bad so it's about to get real in the hand here like i need to go yeah and <laughs> this is a very intense scene craig runs upstairs and as he's doing this his dad still remains on the phone very calmly talking to joey jeremiah terrifying that kind of like that that like kind of like remaining calm is so scary and um craig runs upstairs you, and he's remaining calm but you know he's like i'm about to, yes. he, 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 like, he is that's what's so scary about him because he's like on the phone totally calm like hey joey yeah but you know in his head he's like i'm, I'm right he's like, gearing up to like go up there and uh-huh. just like shit like this guy this actor is so good i hate how good I he is i feel like if i had met him in real life i'd be really scared of him i know like shout out to uh-huh. you um i hope you're doing well hope people don't, like yell at you on the street because i'm like sh- i mean how people are like, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to remain like remind myself that you're not that person, but like it's hard because yeah. you're such a good actor. It's like Mr. Colby. It's like <laughs> oh, you are God. an actual creep. Like exactly. <laughs> I'm uh, scared of you. We should start like a like a like a hall of fame of Degrassi actors that just like like side characters. Oh yeah. I mean, just to name a few, <laughs> Mr. Colby, um, Craig's dad. Not past Rick, but future Rick. Oh, yeah, that Rick, um, yeah. I mean, just like, you know, not great. Heather's and Claire, not pictured. <laughs> but also mentioned in this episode, 
my name. Yes. Um, but Craig runs upstairs and you see that he's has like three to four locks on his door. So that means that he like has been prepared like with deadbolts. Which is so sad. Hospital locks. Like he has or, deadbolts on his, do- like, on the, his the door. Hotel like hotel locks. Um, mm-hmm. very scary and like just like that again just that like small thing that they added to a scene that like instantly lets you know that's just like he's a teenager that has to put this many locks up on his door to keep him from the monster that lives in his house that's also happens to be his dad mm-hmm. and that's terrifying mm-hmm. it is um and so he calls sean freaking out trying to be like hey um you free tonight like just trying to like get out of the house and get somewhere um and he climbs out the window just in time before his dad <sighs> beats <laughs> i forgot about this scene. jack nicholson's <laughs> the door with a golf club with what the, the fuck you what <sighs> if, we, if we need another marker of his class right like he's, he's in a yes. golf club because you know he he gets his golf with like all of these like yes. other like doctors and they're just like yeah we're yeah. special people He's golf club. He's beating on the door. What the Literally fuck? Literally while wearing like a three piece suit. Like he's yes, yeah. The, the again, just those small things that in the grassy next generation that just like they're they're thinking about things and they're just like really, you know. I'm sure the they mm-hmm. had a higher budget for everything as well. Um, to yeah, they have a bigger budget for sure. Pay for the pay for the talent that can do all these things. Yeah. So we cut to because you know oh, if yeah, this was like if this was like junior high or high, the dad would be like doing people like Craig like, like really bad like acting like you come down here, Mister. Like, like, yeah. Like you wouldn't see him and just be like off camera like Craig, I'm coming up there. <laughs> really I'm coming bad. up there, big guy. <laughs> Is that too dark? <laughs> but it'd be, but it, the point is, it'd be so like bad, and this actually is scary. So, I know. Yeah, because they hi, they paid for like actual like exactly. good talent, not just like some somebody's cousin like coming up. Exactly. It's like whose family is free this weekend? We need a predator. It's like ooh. I'm sure that co- I'm sure the cousin that played Mr. Colby was like, damn it, why the fuck did I ever agree to do that? <laughs> My only acting role. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so we get to the train tracks and, uh, I mean, nothing hap- Nothing good happens on the train tracks. You just, you're on the train tracks and it's like, Sean is no. there with his, <laughs> his chain wallet and white tee. And he's like, and it's like, I guess that's where Sean hangs out apparently. Cause it's like, we're fully going into like the bad boy role of Sean. Um, he literally is like in the outsiders. Exactly. Like, Sean's Sean's on a different show. Like, <laughs> what? Yeah. So um, they're chatting, and uh, Craig is like, "Yeah, I'm thinking about going so late, solo to BC." <laughs> and and then uh, Sean's like, "Sorry, huh?" And Craig's like, "Look, I got all this money." And Sean's like, "Listen, should you." <laughs> Sean knows the streets because he literally is like, you're going to end up on the streets and the streets suck. And I was like, oh, shit. He's like, he's like, listen, I'm a I'm a I'm a tank top boy. OK, I'm a little tank top boy. I'm a little I like to ride on my dark bike like barefoot. Like you don't want that life. OK, mm, like 
you don't want this kind of life. And knowing knowing you for two days, I already know you're not cut out for it. So we're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna just take that plan out. Um, yeah. And but that's when Sean's like, "Hey, earlier you asked me if my parents hit me. Um, is is your dad hitting you?" And uh, Craig never answers. And then we see that the train is coming. And uh, this is kind of also kind of like alluding to the kind of like off balance type vibe we're getting from Craig when it comes to mm-hmm. like he's not thinking rationally. So not only is he like standing in, on the train tracks while this high speed train is coming, um, hugging a skateboard, by the way, um, and uh, he's like laughing, kind of like. I don't even know how to describe it. Like, it's the kind of... I mean, it's a very, like, um... He doesn't is unhinged in this yeah, moment. Yeah, it's not... Like, it's not yeah, laughing. it's unhinged, that area. Yeah. And, uh... uh Sean tries to, um... Stop him. He's like, hey, man, get off those tracks. The train's coming. And, um... Apparently, Craig is Superman. He's like, get off me! <laughs> and, like, shoves Sean. <laughs> he, like, flies Can I just say... I wrote cinematography. <laughs> he really does get like throw <laughs> and like gets thrown back onto the gravel. It's like Craig is bigger than Sean, but Craig is also a, a artsy boy. Like he's not that strong. He's not pushing it. He's not throwing anyone, and he throws him. And the way that Sean falls is so funny. Yeah, <laughs> because. It's just like a very no one looks good from that angle, like up your nose. So he's like a very like weird awkward angle where it just like falls up his nose. Yeah. And very unintentionally funny, but I thought it was funny. I'm sorry. The scene was, was the scene was hilarious. Um but we had to laugh at something. I wrote yeah. uh Sean's fall acting was superb. <laughs> the cinematography we had um so finally like we see that Shane's the train's about to hit Craig, there's lots of shots kind of giving us perspective of like how close it is and and then we see that mm-hmm. uh I think do we see Sean get up whatever we see someone Sean Sean manages to like grab him. Yeah. Like force him off of the train yeah. tracks. But yeah. <laughs> the way they do it is that you don't know exactly like did they survive? We just see the skateboard flying through the air and then we yeah. see um, it fall to the ground and then we see Craig lying there and then eventually we see Sean. Um, but yeah, it was a very like, uh, it was a very standby me oh, moment. You so know, the part sad. when they're on the, the bridge and the, and also um, River Phoenix who plays that the one the bad kid also dresses like Sean, <laughs> the yeah. white t-shirt and jeans. It's like it look. literally is like, <laughs> That was a look. He's yeah. like, I'm a bad boy on the train track. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so Craig runs off, kind of smiling, laughing. He's like, oh my gosh, what a thrill. And Sean's like, what the fuck? <laughs> He's like, I thought I found one new friend at this school. And <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is taking a turn. And my life yeah, is hard enough. Yeah, but I just watch him try to kill himself. And great, like. <sighs> Man, damn it. Um, Cause I need to hang out with Emma again. She she wasn't like this. She was chill. Well, he he instantly runs to Emma's 
because we're at, we get to Joey's house. He's helping um, Angela do her homework or flashcards or whatever. And then Sean and Emma just like barge into the house and are like, Joey, like, <laughs> what what do you what are you saying, Lassie? Like, is it Jimmy by the well? Is he stuck in the well? Like. <laughs> But they, it is though. They really just like they like to like, kick his door down, and they're like they also have a golf club and just beat the door down. It's Craig. Like what the fuck? it's Craig. It's like spin Craig can't go to BC. He'll end up on the streets. I was like, what? <laughs> and then um, again, unintentionally funny. Um, and then Sean's like, no, it's not Craig. It's his dad that's the problem. He beats him, and it's like, is anyone aware that Angela's like also at the table? <laughs> Yeah, like someone should excuse Angela, but Angela co-signs it. She's like, yeah. She's like, he has like purple on him. He's bruised. He has a dinosaur got him. From the dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Um, so finally Joey's like, oh shit, here we go. He's like, listen, cut back to Degrassi Junior High. I know what goes down in households sometimes. I know, I know this shit can happen. So he's like. Oh, good point. I didn't even think about. It. I mean, I, I I remember Rick obviously, yeah. but yeah, Joey was the one who found out. He's but like, mm-hmm. actually, if I've learned anything from middle school, props to you. It's that you actually. When I remember when when we did that episode, you were the one that pointed it out, and I was like, oh shit, you're so right. Because like, I was, oh did I? Yeah, because remember you're saying like, oh, this is like Joey's helping Rick out in this moment and being a good friend. And then, like, you know, cut forward to when Craig's going through something, Joey's mm-hmm. there for him as well. Oh. So. Oh. Well, look at me. <laughs> look I at genius. you. Um, <laughs> so, Sean and Joey immediately go looking um, for Craig all over town in Joey's convertible. But he's got the classy, like, retro convertible that's much cooler. Mm-hmm. He's got a personality. Um, and Emma's looking over <laughs> after Ange, and she's going through Craig's photo album. Um, and, you know, they're like, Craig, Craig, where are you? And that's finally when she sees that um, that there's a picture of Craig's mom's grave. And it's like, and then Joey calls home and talks to Emma. And he's like, we can't find him. If not, we're going to have to go to the police next. And then Emma's like, there's one more place you haven't looked. And then... That's when they show up at the graveyard um, and see Craig. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get to the graveyard and Craig is there and he's very defensive and very kind of like, like on edge. Um, yeah. And uh, one of my favorite Degrassi lines um, that I've said some. I I've I've cut myself off from saying it as often as I used to, um, because people don't get what I'm referring to. Um, but I like mm-hmm. to say liar, like <laughs> like Craig does when he calls Sean a liar. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm Wait, gonna continue. He stop he doing screams that. liar in this episode. Yes. Okay. So they, okay. So I my I at like, this point me? I wasn't taking as. Notes. So they're in the graveyard, and Joey shows up, and Sean's also there, and he's like, "Hey, oh yeah, he Craig, is. Like, mm-hmm. what? What's going on? Like, what? Um, I heard, I heard you were had a meeting with the train, and then, and then Craig's like, "Oh, did Sean tell you that? He well, he's a liar." And then he's like, "Liar!" 
like, like really loud and dramatically. Like okay, now I remember. Well, well, also like Craig, the actor who plays Craig has a weird cadence when he speaks sometimes. So he'll do like something, something. Yes. Like he does this weird like thing when I'm like, why are you talking? Like, I don't know if it's his. I don't know like maybe yeah. the part of Canada he's from. They talk like that, but he'll say something like, "Hang out, with me and Angie." Like he's a weird. Yeah. And no one else has yeah. the accent on the show. And I mean, Canada is a very big country. So maybe where he is from, they speak that way. But it's a strange thing. And you know what? You're right. He does say like, he doesn't say liar. He says like, liar, liar. Like, it's really <laughs> like you know, like in Princess Bride, <laughs> when the, gra- the old woman's like, liar. What did she say? Liar. Like the you know do you know what I'm talking about in Princess Bride? Like the old crone? Yeah, the old crone when um mm-hmm. and not the old crone, the the two like witch doctor couple that help bring back Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like Billy like Crystal. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Yeah. So um <laughs> the wife is like it's like when the husband's like telling some story and she's like, Liar, liar. It's like <laughs> it's like she's like spitting spilling all the truth and so, um, yeah, but yeah, if, if listen, listener, listen out to it because like you're not you're not gonna be able to unhear it that like Craig speaks with a yeah. very strange accent like, that no one else had yeah, in the show. Very, um, very British adjacent, like the the intonation of it almost, or the speed, the cadence is what you said, kind of. You know what? That's what it is because. Yeah, and they are Canadian. It's like the British influence. Yeah, yeah, because it's kind of like when some British people will say something that's a statement, but sounds like a question. You could, yeah. And it's like, are you asking me a question or, like, <laughs> or even just like, um, what is? I'm thinking, starting to think of this this girl. You know, Annika does this thing where she's like, she's like, I've got to go home and study. It's like she's yeah, like a little like, like are you asking me a question? Asking questions. She's not. Or, she's <laughs> saying. A yeah. statement, but he kind of does that where he's like something, something. It, it, it's yeah. like an up inflection where I'm like, what? Why did you stop? Yeah. But it sounds very different when someone is is not British because it's like, why are yeah. you? Because it'd be like, I was like, I gotta go study. You'd be like, why are you talking like that? <laughs> like, what is that inflection? Our literal, our listeners literally be like, both of you literally do that all the fucking time. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> No, I don't. No, we don't. Okay. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't. So. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um, Liar. <laughs> I think it's just like, it's just, it's so, it's, it's kind of like talking normal. And then all of a sudden he's just like yelling at Sean like, liar. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> we are here. Sean's like, I'm not cut off for this. I gotta go home. Listen, my my social worker. My I got a curfew. I'm like basically on the Canadian version of juvenile probation. I need to get back ASAP. Yeah. Okay, I got clocking. Um. So this is when Joey's like, oh, uh, Craig is kind of like, oh, like what am I supposed to do? Like I can't, I can't go home. Like I can't go back there. And then Joey's like, why? Why can't you go home? And then Craig's like, he's wanting to say something but doesn't say it and then joey's like because he hits you doesn't you or he says he hits you doesn't he mm-hmm. i wrote that down wrong um but uh and that's when craig just starts crying and sobbing <clears throat> um and we cut to i guess 
I'm assuming it's several days. Maybe maybe there's an emergency court hearing. I don't know. Um, but we cut to some day in the future, and Craig is in Joey's car, and they show up at Craig's house with his dad. And Craig says, mm-hmm. "I want to do this alone. I want to do this by myself." And I'd be like, "No, last time he was beating that door down with a cup. Yeah. Like, I was like, I'm gonna stand in the doorway. I'm just be like, <laughs> just yeah. in the foyer, like just." Yeah, I can't keep let you go in there by yourself. Yeah, I and know, then he's I'm crazy. also wondering if, like, if like no one knows how bad it was or something. I don't know because again, he comes across as so nice. Apparently, mm-hmm. um, so he goes inside and he's kind of like you know, like obviously rehearses in his brain. He's like, okay, I'm gonna go upstairs and get my stuff and then go leave. And mm-hmm. of course, the abuser does the abusive shit that he always does. He's like. Craig, you can't leave me. Let's talk it out. I love you. You can't leave me. Don't be like your mom and leave me here all alone. <sighs> so dark. I want to throw him down a flight of stairs. I know. Like, like just gonna kick him. And but I love this. I love this. What uh, Craig does? He goes, "Listen, Dad. We've got three options. I can go to the Children's Aid, which I guess is like kind of in America, be Family Services, like DCFS. Yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. Um, I can go right now. Um, number two, I can go to Joey's. I can go stay at Joey's while we sort things out. Sorry, out. And, mm-hmm. or I could stay here and you could beat me. And mm-hmm. this, this part I thought was very, I thought that was good. It was, um, he, and the dad goes, oh, I, I don't, I don't beat you. And then he's like. You can kind of, the way the actor plays it out is kind of like, he's about to explain it about like what he's actually doing and how it's not beating. And then you can kind of see it kind of click in his brain. He's like, oh shit, I'm beating my kid. Um, yeah. Which I feel like happen can happen a lot, right? So especially different families, different cultures, different everything, different upbringings. Um, there's levels of discipline that are accepted right mm-hmm. and that can obviously be exceeded and um done more harshly on occasions that it's not seen as abuse it's seen as oh i'm doing this or you know i'm discipline. stressed out you know rationale for whatever and so i feel like and then also abusers are like i'm not abusing you I got mad. You made me mad or I'm stressed out from work. Right. They're rationalizing it. They're not mm-hmm. saying I'm, I'm not, I'm not beating you. Um, like we're fighting or we had an argument, whatever. And so I liked mm-hmm. that they did that and that the actor portrayed it well with like kind of that click in the brain of like, Oh shit. I am like abusing my kid. Cause obviously like there's, there's obviously abusers that exist. They're just like, fuck yeah. I'm, being the shit out of you and i know them being the shit out of you and like i know what i'm doing right i just don't care yeah yeah and so but i think also especially when it comes to child abuse when it comes from a parent it's not always that black and white it is that kind of Mm. like rationale thinking of like but i'm a like i'm a good parent i just have my moments or like i'm just disciplining my kid i'm not beating them and so Mm -hmm. i think that that kind of realization I thought was kind of interesting. Cause I feel like it kind of opened up the door of just being like, Oh, well 
are you thinking about how you handle your kids? Like, you know, like would your yeah. kids at say mm-hmm. that you beat them? You mm-hmm. know, so. it's easy for those things to escalate too. Yes. I was like, um, I was listening to Liz Bentley's Out yeah, of Work. That's what what I was just Liz thinking. explains now. Yeah, the Super Nanny episode. I was yeah. like, that's a really good point because I, I'm not. Even though I grew up in a household that like spanking happened, and I wasn't, I was not abused. I was not. Yeah. I'm not traumatized by this because I was spanked like maybe like three times my whole life. Like it wasn't even like, yeah, you know, but like well. we spanked. I mean, my, my mom spanked because it was like, you know, it's cultural, but I don't think I ever will because I'm like, eh, but not less because of the abuse thing and more just like, I don't really think I, I didn't learn when I was spanked. I was, I just, I learned not to do the thing, but I didn't really learn why. So I'm like, I don't think it's really a good way to teach kids like why you shouldn't behave a certain way. It just tells you not to do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Almost like a dog or an animal. Not not say I hate my animal or anything, but just kind of like you you teach a kid, a dog not to do something, but it doesn't know why. It just just is obedient because it's a dog and it's just yeah. it's, it's pea brained, you know. So it's like exactly. similar to like a kid. They they do that, and it's like well, you should probably explain to your kid why something's bad. But yeah, the, the she made a great po- or a uh, super nanny made a wonderful point about a parent who was beating their their chua spanking their kids, and like it was it was over the line in my opinion because he was like. Yeah. Pet, he's doing using hot sauce and he was like mm-hmm. using a belt it's like yeah this is a little bit much and they're very young kids too so it's like what are you beating a, a three-year-old a belt for like what like, what do you think you're going to to accomplish but like she made a wonderful point about how like it can tell these things ex- escalate because you think you're just you know disciplining them but then like what if they stop responding to the spanks so do you go harder like will you just keep doing it? and that's how you next thing you know you think you're just disciplining your kid and it's like no now you're, you've, you've crossed the line like you know, you are beating your child and, you know, and it's not good. Exactly. Exactly. We should be, no one hit, no one hit anybody. Everybody keep their fucking hands to themselves. How about that? (laughs) We, this specifically speaking about our American audience, we grew up and either live or grew up in, um, a very violent society. Like, that too it's like how are you supposed to teach how do you how do we teach kids like not to be violent not to harm other people if you're like but you hit them like like how do you rationalize that like and it's also like for me too i think there's also the added thing of like i think especially with like black people i think there is like i think compared to white parenting i think black parents tend to be a little bit stricter and and i understand a lot of times it comes from a place of love of like you know we you know i have to make sure that you are a disciplined person because the world is an ugly place and you have to be a certain way but like as you start digging into that shit it's like why have we bought this idea that black kids need to be hit more like is that are we playing out some fucked up white supremacist shit that says that we are somehow like need to be hurt in order to be obedient like what you know, it, yeah. I, I've been thinking yeah. about it a lot as I've gotten older and been considering having my own family that it's like, nah, man, like, mm-mm, I'm not doing that. Yeah, it's like one of those things I'm not that's doing like, that. whether you're, like, coming, <laughs> whatever place you're coming from where you, like, feel like, it's like, oh, well, this is, I'm doing it the normal, right? If you're, if you're in the place of, like, I'm doing it the normal, just, like, normal spanking, like, in in the sense of, like, both of us that grew up with being spanked like again like three or four times their entire life um yeah like but again like it's just like well what's what's your reasoning behind like it's like when you have to start evaluating like your actual rationale behind everything it's like do you really want to be do you honestly Mm -hmm. want to be teaching 
through violence to your child. And also, you know? I think a lot of times the reasoning is just because I was spanked. It's just like, well, I was yeah. spanked. So it's like, exactly. people, people are doing it. And I think they're not really thinking deeply exactly. about why they're doing it. It's just like, well, I, it happened to me. And like, and same, it happened to me. And I turn on, I'm not, I don't think I'm negatively affected by it. I don't think I was, but like, right. but why should I keep doing it just because it happened to me? Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just, I, I yeah. don't know, maybe I'm just a little bit too hippy yeah. dippy, but it's like, that should never, if you, if you're thinking about something and your reasoning is because it happened to me or because I had to do it, it's like, that's not, that's not a reason. It's not a good reason. Right? It's not really a reason. Yeah. yeah it's, it's kind of a like, cop out of like, well, I yeah. mean, like, yeah. you know. And if you have a if you have a different yeah. reason, then gladly would like to hear it. But like that can't be a reason anymore. Listen, like, I'm not telling that. anybody what to do with their kids. I'm talking about me. When I have kids, that's not for me. If that's what you decide, well then that's between you and Yeah. That's between you and your children. And I hope they turn out fine. You do continue to do it. Hopefully they'll they'll turn out to serial killers. Let's do let's do a survey of how many serial killers <laughs> and abusers and uh people that did terrible things to other human beings, how many how many of them got beat as kids? Or disciplined, sorry. Mm-hmm. Just 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 do a survey. You know? Look up some stats. <laughs> yeah. So But anyway. But yeah. we get <laughs> um you know, uh we after that conversation we see that craig closes the door to joey's red retro convertible and they drive off into the afternoon sun (laughs) together um and uh that's the as craig kind of looks back that's the end of the episode um but one of the great things is that this is not the end of this plot or storyline it's only going to be built upon and i'm Yes. so happy for that because it needs to which be is another on. great thing with next gen is that for the most part they're pretty good some some storylines get dropped but for the most part they're pretty good at like this will be this has consequences it's not just like right. oh it incredible like, like like rick who just suddenly wins a lottery and then we never hear from him again like you know like <laughs> you know like you know it, it plays it plays up into the character it like it comes back all that so totally right um Shall we do the um our song choices? Our songs? Mm-hmm. Yes. Alright, you're up first. I mean we really have one episode technically. Yeah, but usually you go first. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought you meant like of sorry. Yeah, you're right. So I decided to go with um it's, it's not too deep of an explanation, but I chose Family Portrait by Pink. Um, which is really more about divorce, but it is there is like a some lines about like you know growing up in World War Three, um, you know, always wanting to like work it out with your family and wanting to be like a normal family, but just it's not possible with your situation. And I think I feel like that's right. probably what Craig was feeling like, especially with him like with the picture and stuff. It's very clear this is someone who like is just desperate for a family, like a, just a, a normal, healthy, happy family, but doesn't get yeah. that. But but we end on a hope spot because he is out of the house. So maybe he can have that, you yeah. know. And I think that family experience. I also like that like obviously it's a scripted show, so like it doesn't have to be completely reality of like cuz the reality of this situation is that 
Craig's going to have limited options outside of living at his house. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. But I like that because it's a scripted show, we can kind of have a bit of a happy ending where it's like, Oh, he's got options. Like, you know, like there's like, maybe, maybe things will be good for him. We don't know, but like, maybe. Yes. There's, there's like a potential, like there, (laughs) there's uh, family adjacent people around that could possibly offer, you know, um, some hopeful situations for him. So that's good. Yeah. That's a great choice. Uh, what about... Oh, thank you. How about you? Um, I chose... Um, I'll give you my choice first. Uh, Hands Clean by Alanis Morissette. Um, which, which uh, is about uh, an abusive relationship. Less so much like a... But a domestic type abuse relationship. But more mm-hmm. of a kind of... Um, with uh, someone's partner. Um, and, uh, a lot, the, I never, I mean, it's, it's one of her top singles, like from a, from an album. Um, so I remember mm-hmm. hearing it all the time, but I had never really listened to the lyrics of it at all. Um, mm-hmm. but it's a lot of kind of like keeping things hidden, not, um, you know, like don't tell your family about this thing that's happening. We're going to keep this insular and keeping it at home. We're going to, you know, uh, you know, the kind of classic <laughs> abuse tactic where it's like, well, you know, mind your own business. We're going to deal with our own issues within our own home. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. it's, you know, don't worry about it. Um, but, you know, and then, but obviously the, the chorus is, you know, you wiped your hands clean of all of this. Um, mm-hmm. And that kind of thing of like, you know, that abuse cycle of like severe abuse, severe like torture and then the kind of cycle of like oh but you know no hard feelings right you know yeah mm-hmm. that's true so. that's a good i haven't listened to that song in a long time i actually think it was on a look i was looking for like an alternative type mm-hmm. sound sound that's what i was thinking too yeah for craig and i think i looked up like early 2000 alternative and, and that was a song i know i noticed on the list but i didn't go and i'm going pink which was not really alternative at all the song isn't but like yeah but this is when this is Pink's like misunderstood period. So like she decides to go like all she's like I'm not black anymore. I'm white. White girl eggs coming through. I'm a white girl. Some of you guys thought I was black. <laughs> I did. Yep. <laughs> I thought she was, but it's, it's not just because she was singing like R and B, but she has a skin complexion that looks kind of like Halsey. Like they look, she, she looks kind she of looks, mixed. She could be. So I thought she like was light skinned. skinned. Yeah. Like, yeah, but she, yeah, it's, it's something about the, the, cause she has kind of like a, like an almost like a yellowish like undertone uh-huh. that it felt like, oh, she's like a light skinned black girl, uh-huh. like, black woman, like, you know, and she's like doing this with her neck. So it's like, oh, she's black. <laughs> and then they were like, no, actually, I'm like an alternative girl from Pennsylvania. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that's why I realized that white people be out here lying to us. Black. That was my, <laughs> Ariana that was my first introduction of racism was, realizing that pink was white i was like wow what else don't i know who else is white are you white are you white are you white (laughs) (laughs) anyway i know like um it's like that scene in um the thing when they're all doing the test to see who's got the alien in them and it's like (laughs) wow anyway (laughs) you should write that sketch i'm suggesting it now that's hilarious make it a bit I should. <laughs> There's a scene from the thing. It's like, which one of you is white? But it's like, 
<laughs> oh, that's actually. I'm writing that down. Hold on. And then, like, yeah, uh, like all the, all the Kardashians, like all all the like like amb- ambiguous, quote unquote, ambiguous. Mm-hmm. I've had the Kardashians, yeah. Ariana Grande. I put Adele there because her voice is vocal black fishing. Yep. I put uh, mm-hmm, Sam Smith. <laughs> They can be in there too. What's what's yeah, up with those British people be like just fooling us all? I know Dusty Springfield over here talking about son of a preacher man. I thought that was a black woman. Tell me <laughs> what's, why what's I was shocked. Was that was that about? I was shocked. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. That's a, that's a perfect bit. I wrote that down. So I'm like that's fucking yes. funny. Um, but tune in next week for we have a double a double double. Um, girls just want to have fun and Karma Chameleon. Ooh, Ooh I wish I, I want to sing the songs, but I can't. Um, and girls just want to have fun. Spike tells Emma she's dating for her old schoolmate, Emma's teacher, Mr. Simpson. After <sighs> Spike cancels a girls' night with Emma to be with him, Craig helps Emma and Manny crash the seniors' eighties dance. Meanwhile, Spinner and Jimmy find themselves competing against each other in the break dancing contest for tickets oh. to a Toronto Maple Leafs game. Right. But do not fare well against the new kid, Marco. <laughs> yes, I was about to say, if there's breakdancing. I know this is a Marco first pops up. It's like breakdancing. I mean, the fact. Oh, it's going to be fucking epic because literally that storyline alone of like Jimmy and Spinner are like competing for a breakdancing competition. Yes. <sighs> I cannot wait. And. This is a fun episode. And then Karma Chameleon, with Terry by her side, Ashley attempts to make amends for her actions at her house party. She eventually earns the forgiveness of Paige and Hazel and apologizes to Jimmy for what happened between them. Jimmy's convinced they are back together, but when Sean comes calling, Ashley makes plans to go on a date with him. The news of the date soon spreads, and Ashley is back where she started only without Terry. Meanwhile, Toby becomes smitten with a new girl without realizing she's Spinner's sister. Damn, we are introducing so many characters because we're getting we're meeting ellie in this i think miss hatsalakos gets her first appearance i think um spinner sister what's her name Uh, um i know you're talking about but then oh yeah but she was adopted right mm -hmm, because she's asian yeah i can't remember Mm -hmm. but i I can see her kendra kendra yes because he had a black girl name yeah i was like it's something different yes like (laughs) i was like look kendra Yes, I'm so excited. These are so oh, these are such fun fucking episodes. I forgot about um, I forgot but this is like the be- the the slow beginnings of like the epic downfall of Jimmy Brooks. I just like he can Yeah, cuz Jimmy just break. keeps getting <laughs> played, boy. Um yeah, so keep listening. We I I just did like a quick scan of a lot of the episodes coming up and they're so good. Season I cannot two. wait to talk to you guys. Season 2 and season 3 yes. are some of my favorites. I mean, they're they're the they're the like the Degrassi episodes that put Degrassi where it is, you know. Mm-hmm. Like season yes, two, and season three. Are they are the reason. So keep listening, y'all. Um, you can find us on Instagram at EWS Pod. Um, don't forget to give us a rating, a review, or shoot us a little shoot us a little message. Be like, hey girl, like what what y'all doing today? Or something. I don't know. Yes. You might end up on the podcast. And, some, and many of you are and we appreciate it. They're screenshot and mm-hmm. sent um and giggled and laughed and lolled at. So just know that you are seen. Please keep sending oh, us yes. those memes. 
and uh, internet threads. We love it. We love it. Um, so keep listening. Thank you so much. And as always, we'll catch you later, Broomheads. Bye, Broomheads. <laughs>